think if people can figure out ways of self-improvement via like a skill so like an actual like even if it's just like learning the guitar like an instrument or drawing any skill that they can take up i think the world would be a lot a much better place if people just became good at had hobbies and became good at them <laughs> and it's nothing we don't talk about that at all What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the show. This is the Save Show podcast with me, your host, Justin. We're going to jump into the episode with Eric here shortly. Uh, great conversation with a, a fellow former Marine. Uh, lots of catching up and covering a lot of topics. The sole focus being um, how bettering yourself can better the world and make it a better place. But I'll let the episode speak for itself. I wanted to thank everyone for their support recently. Um, Instagram podcast listens, uh, people buying stuff off the store. It's always great to see and it is appreciated. I got a picture from somebody. They just got their Save Show uh, mug in the mail. So they're using that for coffee this morning. Um, great to see. I love all the love out there. Uh, we're just going to keep uh, doing what we're doing and uh, keep getting people some great content. But with that, let's jump into it. With Eric that. Spector, welcome to the Save Show podcast uh, with me, Justin. It's nice to see you again, my friend. Very happy to see you, Justin, this time not in the flesh. But uh, it's nice to see your face again. I know we've only sort of chatted on Instagram for a while now. Yeah, it's been years. Um, so just a little intro for anybody out there listening. Uh, Eric and I served in the Marine Corps. You know, we did our patriotic duty as fearing <laughs> Americans. And uh, now we've been out. And uh, Eric's got a very successful, uh, well, I'll, you know, you can be humble, but I'll call it very successful <laughs> kettlebell page on Instagram. Uh, so we've been chatting through that for the past few years. Um but Eric, I just wanted to give you the time to introduce yourself and, and what makes you Eric. Let us know. Okay. Uh, hello, everyone. I am Eric Spector. As Justin said, we met while we were in the Marines. Um, I joined the military right after high school at 18. I was initially going to go to art school, and then I saw the bill for how much that was going to be. And I was like, is this really a formidable path for me going forward? I didn't have much motivation. I really needed to change my sense of self, and I figured the military was the best way to do that. Um, so that is what brought me to the Marines, and that's what brought us together. Um, while I was in, I was an Arabic linguist, and it was learning Arabic at DLI, the Defense Language Institute, an Army school, just for people who don't know, uh, was the, some of the best, I, I would say, like two years of my life um in Monterey obviously I've had very a very good time since then I, I don't look back at that time and be like oh I wish I were back in school learning Arabic but it was a uh, a time of self-growth I was like 18 through 20 at that point and I learned a lot about myself and what I what I could do in the world it gave me a lot of confidence um and so part of what I identify as is like a former marine and a former Arabic linguist um, Jewish. We could talk about that. I know this is a sure. faith-based podcast, so if you want to talk about that as well, um, about my journey through religion, we can do that. And then more recently, I've gotten into kettlebells as a result of the pandemic. I would have never touched a kettlebell if it weren't for my gym being closed and me having a mask in my apartment gym. I, uh, I Just to give a quick introduction for kettlebells, I, I really only did them because I needed to figure out a way to work out. Um, and that was outside with a little ball of metal with a handle. That was the easiest way for me to do it. 
Um, and so I guess that's sort of what brought us more recently together is that page because we both sort of started uh, social media pages about our interests. So, and that's become an obsession of mine for the past two years now. Well, yeah, for the past two years, um, just from the outside observer's perspective, you've gotten better and better at at uh, what you're creating and um, seen a lot of growth. And and I've honestly been doing a lot of your workouts. I just save them for later. <laughs> the bell and, bell and ground or just like random I've got, I've got the bell and ground. So you you actually published that one for five bucks and uh, very happy to, you know, pay five bucks for all those workouts. Those are great. But just nice. stuff from like from years ago at this point, if I go back far enough, I'll find a EMOM or something that you posted years ago and I'll do that. Yeah. I feel, I felt weird about charging for those workouts, but at the end of the day, I was like, I'm not like an influencer. I don't like have brands or anything coming to me. So I'm just like, I've learned a lot through just like my own research and I may as well like pass it on to people. And if I can make a couple of bucks doing it, then, then why not try? So, and it, I've gotten positive reviews from it. So I'm, I'm happy to hear that. And I'm glad you're continuing on with the workouts man yeah i'm getting uh getting a little stronger day by day i've got uh 20 um 20 20 kilos is the kettlebell that i have and then i've got one of the sornex center mass bells if you've seen those is that the like the donut shaped dumbbell things yeah the handles never the used uh, is that do you like that uh i like it i kind of skimped as far as price tag goes so i got 30 pounds um okay. i like that price tag a little bit better but um, yeah, it's great for curls and stuff. I can get on my bench and do like one side at a time or. Um, you only have one? Yeah. Yeah. I've got the center mass bell and then the kettlebell. Um, and so honestly, when I was starting the kettlebell workouts, stuff that I see, I saw you doing, I would use the 30 pounds instead of the, the kettlebell just for like a little more comfort and getting the movements down. Yeah, a lot of beginners have a uh, problem with the the wrist. The the bell bangs against the wrist when yeah. they're starting. Out. That wasn't my favorite. Or, if you uh, could only own what what is the center? Is it just called the center mass? Center mass. Yep. Would if you could own only one, would you own the center mass or the kettlebell? No, I'd rather um, be with the kettlebell community. I think. Okay. The kettlebell, but it was great. So the lighter weight, maybe more so than anything, it was the lighter weight. But just my snatch or my cleans were like away from my body with the bell. And so with the center mass bell, you know, I, I got the, uh, the motion down. Right. Bit. Yeah. Cause you don't have to worry about the flop. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little flop at the end. Well, cool. Thanks for um, going through that, Eric. Um, just me as a host, I'm trying to get better at introducing people because if I've known you for years or, you know, we've chatted, it doesn't mean that, that everybody has. Yeah. Uh, that's fair. I just find that interesting, uh, especially at work. I don't even know what you do for work, but if you're on a Teams call with, uh, with for me, it's new customers, and I've got my whole team on the call. I'll just say, "Hey, I'm Justin. You know, I work here, and this is Lisa." And then I don't allow that person to really go into their story, you know. So I've had to do a lot of learning with this remote work uh, since 2020. Yeah, you're in sales, right? Yes, sir. Yep. Yeah, I uh, so I work in commercial real estate. Okay. by day by day kettlebell by night now i uh i do commercial real estate valuation so appraisal work i okay. don't have my appraiser's license but i'm i'm currently working on that it's a lot between all the kettlebell stuff yep. and my, my job it's it's a lot of uh shuffling around but uh i'm not really on video calls um okay sure i just do audio but i am corresponding via like zoom and microsoft teams a lot so 
Yep, team seems to run the world these days. Yeah, it was Zoom Zoom at the beginning of the pandemic, but then everyone transitioned to Teams, I guess. Yeah, that's one of those things where uh, if I could go back 20 years, things I'd invest in would certainly be Microsoft and Amazon and yeah, uh, Blockbuster, you know. What about those meme stocks? Did you get into those meme stocks at all? Like uh, uh, like Dogecoin and stuff? No, like, uh, well, there's that, but uh, GameStop, remember that? That was oh, a yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of my buddies, I don't think he was in on it, like with the Wall Street bets guys, but um, he actually had a pretty good day when all that was going on. Yeah, but I, I, I got into the Wall Street bets trend for a little bit and I lost a not a, not a hefty amount, but I, I did lose some gambling money just because I was like, this is all I gamble at the end of the day. No, no one on this subreddit knows anything. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was that was kind of fun. I uh, I'd never got into Reddit. I'm still not really on there much. Um, but that was a pretty cool news story to to catch up on. Everybody's just kind of messing with the game and how it's been played out for years. That's true. That's a good point. I uh, wanted to have you on. Um, like you said, a faith-based podcast is certainly kind of the first and foremost thing here, but um, I'm trying to get as many winning individuals on here. Um, and so like a winning individual to me, would be you, uh, hence you being here, but you've gone from the the Marine Corps, and I wouldn't consider that the highlight of your life, nor mine. Um, we already talked about that kind of before we started, but um, you've gone from what I assume was a mostly positive experience, probably some, some downtime as well during the Marine Corps, and you've um, made something of yourself. And I see you with the, the kettlebell page, you're doing great things, and you still work a day job. You know, you said you're not an influencer. Um, and you're still making something of yourself and finding balance and and bettering yourself. So I wanted to have you on and kind of just discuss uh, your mantra and what advice you might give to people like me who are, are trying to get better. Um, we certainly can dive into any of your beliefs, Eric. Uh, I just didn't want to push anybody that comes on um, in that direction unless, you know, I invite my pastor on or something like that. <laughs> no, I'm happy to talk about that if you'd like. Uh, but yeah, as you said, the Marine Corps was... Uh, I've had better years since, but it was definitely a formative time of mine in my life. And I did what I, I, I did in the Marines, what I set out to do, which was to figure out myself, transform myself for the better. And then, you know, if, if I did enjoy it that much, I, I would have stayed in, right. but I think I disliked it more than I liked it at the end of the day. So that's why I got out and <laughs> my normal civilian. Uh, and I'm glad that you put me in the category of winner. That feels good. Um, yeah, oh, I, I think that, that's sort of your tagline, right? God wins. And uh, it's, I assume what you mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but that, you know, if you're doing good for the world and you're continuing to put, make a good influence on people's lives and that's, that's sort of winning, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. I think um, as me, as a believer, I don't want to be in your face about something. Ooh. I didn't bring mine. I also drink water out of a mason jar. Just a little kind. <laughs> it's so easy. This used to be tomato sauce, and now it's a it's multi-purpose big jar for water because I need to constantly hydrate nowadays. Yeah, being out in Arizona is probably a little warmer than your. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pretty cold in here, but yeah, no, it is very hot in uh, Arizona. So, no, I was uh, just me as a believer. I don't want to be in your face, uh, billboard guy on the side of the on the side of the road. You know, <laughs> uh, I think if I can demonstrate. Um, good vibes, uh, God's love to people and yeah. help them when they need it. And then they 
you know, through me, perhaps God might do some work. Um, that's certainly kind of my mindset and bringing God into people's lives uh, in a positive manner, not shouting at them and um, just, I don't want to make any headlines, you know? Yeah, there are definitely people who try to shove it in others' faces and it actually sure. has the uh, reverse or the opposite impact that they're trying to create. So right. I think I think what you're doing is helpful and useful towards you know creating the world a better place the way, the way that you're doing it because the the messenger is also a uh a tool i guess right in, in, in a way that the message gets received so right like uh the the bible is where i draw authority from um and people that i'm trying to convert sounds a little bit stronger um than what i would like to to say but um people who I'm working with and and perhaps bringing to God, if I am presenting myself in the right way, people are reading me and not necessarily the Bible. So, you know, like I might be the the messenger and if I'm representing it well, then they'll go to that message. Um, they might find God through me if, you know, if God is able to make it happen. So are these people online through Instagram? How do you, uh, I assume you're thinking of a select few individuals now. Well, there's people in my life, uh, for sure. Um, you know, buddies from the Marine Corps or just our close friends here in town, uh, once we moved back. Um, but if, if, you know, a funny meme on Instagram does the trick, then, you know, I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, the Instagram page is kind of fun and, uh, I've been trying to post every day and see what happens after a year of doing that. See if, see if something becomes of it. But, uh, I, I think I'm kind of like you where I've started this thing and it's mostly for fun. So like podcast, Instagram page, um, this year's new stuff for me. It's all, it's kind of fun. It's a hobby and, uh, there's no monetary goal. There's no, um, like seeking to become an influencer. These are just things that I wanted to, to do and, and get better at. Yeah. Well, I think that's what matters too from the get go. Cause if, if you are doing it for a goal, um, that's not the best that's not the best way to produce certain content in my opinion i always say systems over goals and it's like my system is i have a you know i want to produce like two or three bits of content each week and it's just stuff that i like because mm -hmm. if, if it resonates with you then it's going to resonate with other people right it's going to resonate with like-minded people too so that that's maybe a, a difference in what you put out there versus me it's like the people who are interested in kettlebell workouts have already maybe flirted with it or they already do it so they're more likely for you and maybe a bit i mean to be fair there are a lot more like people interested in christianity than kettlebells right so, <laughs> so then maybe but but if you're trying to convert then i can see how that would be such a big struggle to just um change someone's perspective on religion from the get-go right right um but yeah since you mentioned it your mantra i've got it pulled up here habits over motivation systems over yeah. goals. get outside and touch some grass or dirt <laughs> Yeah, that developed over time. Um, it was just like all these separate ideas that I had for uh, for work. And I don't want to say the word motivation because it's, it's not a primary uh, part of my system. But I noticed that habits work much better than motivation in my life. Do you want me to go through all this? All the Yeah, yeah that was the point. The, uh, if you have certain habits, you really don't need to work up this uh, emotional uh, perspective in order to, to complete all these tasks. Um, and you, you'll still end up at the same point 
but it will be less emotionally taxing. And I think you'll get there quicker um, and you'll have more energy to do other things. So for example, I, I always use cleaning, cleaning up my room as an example. If you habitually just pick up, you know, your pieces of clothing, you know, at, every day, you won't have this huge task to do at the end of the week to make your room clean. And, you know, therefore you don't have to think about it as much and you can have your mind, uh, but elsewhere it's, it's more of a practical, uh, viewpoint of achievement. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's what, that's where the habits over motivation comes in systems over goals. Uh, I think that people, when they set goals for themselves, they either achieve them and they're happy for a minute and they set new goals or they don't achieve them. And then they just feel down on themselves and then they lose motivation. They, they, they lose a positive feeling in themselves in general and they feel like, Oh, I can't do anything. And so I don't think goals is a helpful framework um, for, for success. Mm -hmm. I think systems are instead. And what I mean by systems is similar to habit a consistent uh, approach towards doing X or Y. Um, and you will still achieve those goals, but the mental framework at which you do it will be less daunting. I hope this makes sense. Uh, I haven't really had to explain it to many people uh, just, you know, in person, but, um, but those are the two things. The first two, and then the last one, like you said, is touch some grass. And I think there is a lot of, uh, a lot of benefit towards getting in nature and reconnecting with the ground um and people who just stay inside all all the time around you know white walls they don't really get a true sense of themselves as humans for better or for worse we evolved from our ancestors from nomadic people who were outside you know getting getting in touch with their surroundings. And it really, I think, helped them understand themselves more. And so all of these things combined, I think are a good perspective towards uh, a shift in mentality, which can then produce uh, useful results. So. Yeah, I think you articulated that well. I'm glad, I, I feel, I, yeah, like I said, never have to explain that. It, it, I think people typically get it when I, when I write it out, but. Mm -hmm. uh, I, yeah, I hope those three different mantras sort of help people, people out. It's helped me, um, not necessarily picturing you and, and saying it in my head or even those words, but um, <laughs> I think it's- Touch grass is like a meme at this point, though. The other ones are just sort of out there. <laughs> but touch, do you know how that originated? That was a uh, an internet meme, like insults from in the gaming community. And really? I just, yeah, I just sort of reappropriated it because they say touch grass when you're playing like a video game, like- Call of Duty for hours on end, you keep losing, and you're just like cursing everyone out. And they're just like, "All right, go touch grass. Like, get outside. This isn't the real world." I get that. That's yeah. probably a. Well, I thought it was more of a grounding thing with all the scientific studies on on standing barefoot outside in the grass, yeah. getting into ironic, right? Yeah, yeah. Ironically, I don't go barefoot as much as other kettlebell folks out there. I know barefoot workouts are a huge. Yeah. trend nowadays and i just i wear shoes <laughs> <laughs> yeah you've got those boots on to protect your legs right yeah i, I have to take them off now though because it's like no mosquitoes in arizona so now i have to be a, a grounder or whatever they call themselves i'm gonna start calling you a grounder eric does grounding. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i uh i like 
the the message there uh if you want to call it a message i think it does resonate with people um and i was just curious today if you're willing to share what what led you to feeling that way was there ever a point in life uh marine corps or afterwards where you weren't executing on what you wanted to you weren't where you were and so you've you've learned those lessons and now that's your your mantra or um goals there... yeah goals was the big one because when you i didn't have a college degree out of the marines and i i when i visualized myself getting a degree it was like you know three or four years from that point, it just seemed like such a daunting amount of time that I'd have to commit to. Um, so if I took away the goal aspect, then it would be a lot more easy for me to commit to, you know, just getting my degree and just the sort of large tasks like that. I don't think there was anything really specific. I like reading mm -hmm. and I pick up a lot of life philosophies just from reading. Um, there wasn't like an internal, a lot of these ideas are just, I get them from other people. Um, and they're not they're not like revelations that I've had myself and life is a lot easier in my opinion when you can just use lessons that you get from other people too I mean that's I assume that's sort of what pastors are typically for right they spread they spread philosophy and yep. wisdom from like the book and other you know knowledge that they've heard over the years right and so I think a lot of this does come from just reading there's a Oh God, what's that book? Habits. I'm forgetting it now. The one by James, not James Nestor. It's on my habits book, and that's where I got it from. I know this 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 is probably inc incredibly boring for people to listen to me try to remember the name of the book right now. Power of <laughs> Habit. Power of Habit. Yep. Who's it by? Uh, Charles Duhigg. Or Doug. I don't know how you pronounce that. That's not it. <laughs> we can cut this bit out. <laughs> that's all right. It's uh oh Atomic Habits by James. Yes. There we go. We found it. By James Clear. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of how I've thought of this show as well. I myself um am not necessarily coming up with these revelations or you know epiphanies myself. It's kind of a I'm yeah. a culmination of all the podcasts that I've listened to or all the Sunday services I've been to, you know. And so this is just kind of a an echoing station if you want to think about it th that way so um like i'm having you on here with some great great thoughts and people are just listening to that echo uh yeah. play on the podcast yeah definitely and there's there, there's so much good stuff out there that we can get there's also so much bad too and so you have to be able to understand what to where to curate your positive ideas from especially with the internet so you've got that algorithm just pushing everything out at you and you have to, in my opinion, hack the algorithm to make sure that you're only getting positive stuff flowing into your brain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you got into politics the last few years, but uh, I was all about it for a time and I was going to lose my mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I think it's fun watching the cultural shift in terms of politics. But one of the reasons I don't like sports is because I don't want to put um, emotional, a lot of emotional energy into things that I can't control. Mm. Um, so I view politics as sort of like gambling. I, I have political viewpoints for sure. Yeah. And that that's a result of, uh, just, you know, personal philosophies and certain politics aligns with that over others. Mm. But I don't like choosing teams when I myself can't actually make uh, a change in it. And of course I can, if I really wanted to go into politics, but it's just not something that interests me. 
Um, but I understand where you're coming from. I mean, the whole country sort of got involved in politics in the last couple of years, right? Like you can't avoid it anymore. Well, as and soon as reality TV show host was the president, it's kind of like the whole thing was more yeah. reality TV. Right. And I try to also on my page avoid it altogether because politics has embedded itself in every aspect of our culture. Mm. And I think people want a break from it, but it it also is an addiction because of its emotional stranglehold, uh, stronghold on people. Yep. So yeah. It's what, avoided. what what was the uh why did we bring up politics? Uh you're just talking about breaking the algorithm. Um oh yeah. I uh yeah. When I was into it, Instagram, Facebook, everything was all, you know, political pages and I was going to drive myself crazy. So I just took a break from from all of it for a year and then got back on my account and everything kind of reset. And I was yeah, in a better place. Religion and, and politics are like they go hand in hand. Right. Yeah. I didn't want this to become a political thing either, um, especially <laughs> the page or the podcast. I didn't want to I didn't want to do that. Um, but that's kind of like as far as my own journey goes avoiding some of that stuff and using instagram social media more so as a, a tool um starting this year has been kind of my my aim um and then the mantra god wins is that you can have your sports teams or your political teams but at the end of the day the only thing that'll probably remain um is god and, and hopefully you have a good relationship there um, yeah like the roman uh, empire fell the uh, ottoman empire fell all these systems on this earth are going to fall away. Um, so you, you got to put your, your mind on, on, uh, on higher aims, if you want to put it that way. Yeah. You know, I like that perspective. There's, uh, there are very few things in life that are permanent. Um, and I suppose God is the only one, right. That is permanent. Even, even the world. Kettlebell. Is, uh, permanent. Yeah, kettlebells. <laughs> my, uh, my six kettlebells will remain. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you got then it. it's kind of weird to think about that. Those kettlebells will last longer than, than me. <laughs> right. It'll just be something somebody's selling used on Facebook eventually. Oh my God. Yeah. That's <laughs> true. I should like etch, I should etch my name in it or something like that. Yeah. You should start making stickers, put them on everything. Yeah. Kettlebell sticker on a kettlebell. Um, I, I, I do have to get into the merch game like you. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm doing it haphazardly. So if you want to skip some, uh, some steps <laughs> so that you actually succeed let me know <laughs> <laughs> so i actually succeed yeah what do you mean uh well i'm not complaining but i've made almost none sales oh really but i don't uh, i listen i don't know much about the merch game so i can't really chime in on anything but i know this isn't a merch podcast we don't have to talk about that now we can skip <laughs> over that if you like. no no i'm gonna leave everything in here this is not gonna be trimmed this is an authentic podcast episode right okay now. <laughs> no i've had fun if uh if you need anything i you know i started the shopify page and i've learned a few things on on merchandising um and my my efforts in university were mostly for business management and data data analytics and now i'm trying to do marketing so i feel like i could have just saved myself the headache this year and gone to school for it but for marketing yeah uh there i assume there are a lot of tools online that let you do it but that means that everyone else is putting their stuff out there too and so right. there's just like a flood do you do you know the math the term the matthew effect matthew effect no i think i've heard it though it's 
well, I, the reason I bring it up, one, it's related to this discussion about merch, but two, it, is, it does come from the Bible, the book of Matthew. And I'm going to pull up a direct quote here so that I don't butcher it because I know that your listeners will know exactly <laughs> the quote that um, that is said mul multiple times over within the book of Matthew. Uh, the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. Um, have you heard that that phrase before? Yeah. Yep. And I'm looking at it, too. Yeah, I've heard that before. And so the idea in social media specifically, you can see this system throughout, well, I, I would say you will see the phenomenon throughout multi, you know, other systems, but in social media specifically, the popular content is just like everybody knows about it. But then the majority, I would say like the bottom 90%, which is a weird number to say, but the bottom, like it never gets looked at. So really, if you can like break that threshold, then you're going to just be like the cream of the crop. Like just everyone will know you, yeah. but most of the time you're just like at the bottom because um, the majority of the content that people want to consume is popular. Mm -hmm. And if everyone's looking for popular content, only a small, you know, we only have 24 hours in a day, only a small amount of that content is going to, that's why I like the Joe Rogan experience is like the number one podcast. Mm -hmm. People just don't want to leave it, but you only have like so many podcasts that are, you know, world renowned, you know? Right. Um, and so then uh, I bring that up just because of the amount of one content out there, but also merch that people have the option of buying. And at the end of the day, only a few things are actually going to get up there. It's kind of sad to think about, yeah. but it is an interesting uh, phenomenon that I've, that I have uh, been interested in for a couple of years. And I think it is part and parcel to the, the age old wisdom that the Bible offers up. Mm -hmm. um, no, I, I definitely agree with that. I've got a, a chart in front of me. Um, it, it's discussing readers. So good readers improve at a faster pace. And, you know, that line's shooting up. Poor readers improve at a slower pace. So it's just, it's less of an incline. Um, but those poor readers are still improving. Um, and I yeah. think that might be a, a more positive spin than... Uh, right. Yeah. yeah, you can, yeah, you can improve. Um, there's that exponential factor right. that uh certain people start i mean it, it, in finance it's pretty obvious too mm -hmm. if you start investing a million dollars at age well i'll say at when you're an infant like if you if you come from a rich family yeah. and your parents start a an investment fund for you at zero with a million dollars you're going to have an insane amount of wealth versus if someone starts at 30 with like you know fifty thousand dollars and so right but there are always those um there's that X factor that you can have, right? Where you can get that niche. There's, there's hope. I mean, there's not, you always hear these stories of people who come up from the bottom. They absolutely, um, they, they hack the algorithm and they, they beat it. But yeah, like but I think, on YouTube, I think he's done that. Mr. Beast. Have you heard of him? Yeah, no, for sure. He's another example, right? He like, yeah, I mean, you, that is, that is good. A good thing about the internet though. It, there's, there's no real gatekeeper. You know, mm -hmm. unless you do get banned, which is a whole other topic. But yeah, I mean, if you can just, you can co go from zero to however many subscribers he has, because he, that's how good content he figured it out. And he worked his ass off for a long time. You know, it doesn't just happen yeah. overnight either. Right. And that's something that I feel like uh, your story is a success because you've, you've been consistent with this thing for a couple of years um, with the kettlebell page. 
and now I, I feel like from the outside, it seems like it's taken off and, and you're doing quite well with it. Yeah, I, I think it's doing well. It is weird to like be, and no one's recognized me off the screen or anything like that. Um, sure. But it, it's, and it's not like the most popular page out there or anything, but I, I, I do enjoy getting the, the positive messages. It's, and it has recently become kind of a lot to where I had to like put my phone down and like, start posting less which i'm still figuring out how to still post as much as i want to but also not have to respond i feel like i need to respond to everyone's messages yeah. but you know they come in and i can't really give them my full attention so but yeah no it, it is it's been a good experience and i think it's grown more than i expected that <laughs> um, i don't i don't want to like define myself by that number at the end of the day and either right. because if it it's so temporary and insignificant in terms of the, the important things in life yeah um, no the if, uh, I, go ahead. if i can make a positive impact on people then that's what matters and i i hope that each one of those followers is on there just you know to learn and get good motivation or mm. inspiration or information at the end of the day to better themselves yeah right exactly yeah, thinking about it the other day um instagram page you know let's say my instagram page had 200 followers and 10% of those people saw anything that I posted. That's still 20 people. That's, that's looking yeah. at the post that I made that might, that hopefully, you know, if I'm doing it right, has a positive message and can influence them in the right way. So that right. people, that's a, a, a classroom, if you want to think about it that way, that I'm, that I'm speaking with um, and can have a positive impact on. So just like you said, it's not necessarily that follower number or um, like how many likes you're getting or subscribing on YouTube. Um, if the message is there, you know, people will come and go, but as long as you're creating something that, that has a positive impact on people, I think it's worth it. Yeah. And, uh, to sort of tie this together with the Matthew effect too, you see a lot of people, they, the people who do get those massive amount of followers and likes are also just putting out like bombastic content that is, they, they, they only make it because they know it'll get outrage clicks and sure. outrage like sends and saves and everything. Um, and so I, I think it's not necessarily a good sign if you achieve that number from the get go, because you're probably putting something out there that's, uh, not necessarily making the world a better place. Just, you're just putting crap out there so that people will send it to other people and you'll get pushed up in the algorithm. Right. It's this whole game that like, I didn't even think about until I started my account. I was like, wow, this is like interesting to learn about what makes people popular. And it's content that people want to share for whatever reason or save or comment on and that's typic typically content that makes people angry yeah you're gonna get the uh generation of interest if it if it upsets someone so i think right. that the, the political thing kind of drew me in in the past the algorithm took hold because yeah politics upsets a lot of people huh yeah yeah <laughs> i'm glad that, that game my uh my wife the other week um, you know, biggest supporter of the show, obviously. And she was saying how, <laughs> how different the show would have been a couple of years ago if I was still, you know, Republican versus Democrat reading the news every day and, and how awful it would have been. This is way better. So you're, you consider yourself not part of that two-party system anymore? I'm trying to be more of an independent thinker than I used to be. 
I think just like you said, I have my own philosophy and thoughts. Uh, I'd rather focus on the issue than necessarily the the teammate or right. the the person that I'm voting for. Yeah, and then it gets frustrating when the team that aligns most with your values doesn't align with you know one or two that are yeah. in the in the news for that week or so. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of um like closed fist uh, topics. So like um. I'm trying to use something that's not going to piss people off, but I like, I like, uh, I like hot dogs, you know, like that's a closed fist thing for me yeah. or like cheeseburgers and milkshakes are the best dinner. That's another thing. But then there's all these other issues that just kind of exist out there that I don't necessarily have a strong grasp on or care too much about. Um, so there's not necessarily one team or one person that's going to satisfy everything that I believe, you know, how do you make people, or would you like people to adopt a similar philosophy? Uh, well, I think, you know, just like we talked about through the podcast, it's kind of outreach, you know. Um, I think that there are better ways of living life. Um, and just, you know, like with your message with kettlebells, living a better life through fitness and getting outside, uh, creating better habits and systems. Um, you know, if I can have a positive impact by expressing what I personally think uh, and the message is worth it and people come to it, then um, then, yeah, I guess I'd like to change some hearts and minds. Yeah, one thing that I noticed about uh, my own happiness is that once I started getting good at something, some of this noise, this background noise started going away of where I did focus more on politics and general uh, I guess, cultural just news. I don't care as much about that stuff anymore when I have my own sort of path um, mm -hmm. in my own life because it's all about what you care about. And if you have anything that affects you personally is going to pull you stronger than the passive, uh, I guess, watching of what's going on in the world, you know? And I think if people can figure out ways of self-improvement via like a skill. So like an actual, like, even if it's just like learning the guitar, like an instrument or drawing any skill that they can take up, I think the world would be a lot, a much better place if people just became good at, had hobbies and became good at them. <laughs> and it's nothing, we don't talk about that at all. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine if a politician was like, hey, what do you do? What are you good at? Like, what is a hobby? What is a tool that you use that you can at, that you're good at. And I, I, I'm curious to know what percentage of the population is actually good at something. And that sounds terrible to say out loud, but uh, if you just go to work every day and you don't like your job and then you come home and you watch TV because Netflix is your hobby, you're, and you're not actually actively pursuing a skill and, uh, and the, the world needs more of that. I agree. I think that's a great way to, to wrap up the conversation here i want to have you on eric we didn't quite cover uh beliefs or you know any of the big yeah we could talk about judaism next i don't think you've had any jewish guests right no you're actually my third guest so i had oh a, you have okay yeah you're my third guest i had a an individual who's a small business owner here in town where i live uh who is on a committee with me um and then my second guest was just a, a good buddy of mine uh who's a, a fitness coach and he's taken himself from um being you know on the overweight side to being like a crossfit competing competing person um so 
a lot like yourself, systems over goals and and, and bettering yourself uh, with these incremental and, and winning the day kind of things. What I know we don't have much time left. What's that guy's name? Uh, Tyler Kluver. I can okay. say the episode too, but um, I appreciated having you on, Eric. I want to have you on again, obviously, but uh, what you said right there at the end is, is uh, I think, a good way to wrap up if we can get people to uh, pick one thing and, and focus more on their sphere of influence. Yeah. The world might be a better place. I agree. All right. Thanks, Justin. I really appreciate it. Looking Thanks, forward to listening to the final result and hearing my tiny voice. <laughs> All right. cool. See ya. See ya. Thanks for tuning in, guys. This was the saved show with Eric uh, of Eric Does Kettlebells. That's his page on Instagram. Uh, go check it out if that's your thing. Um, really great conversation, cover a lot of topics, but I wanted to go over his mantra, where that came from, um, habits over motivation, systems over goals, and uh, going and touching grass, which we definitely accomplished. Um, his message there at the end about how picking something to better yourself at, um, focusing more on things that are in your realm and your control might make the world a better place um, resonated with me. So I hope it did with you as well. As we think about our faith in this journey that we're on, um, sort of the focus of the show is bettering um, the relationship we have with God and focusing more on him. Uh, God wins. Cover that with Eric. Um, we can change the world. Focus on God, focus on that which is primary, um, create habits and, and things to better that relationship daily. Uh, I certainly am a big proponent of fitness. I think that makes you a better person all around, um, and it does glorify God to use your body in ways that uh, it was meant to be used, not necessarily sitting on the couch all day. Excuse me. Uh, but with that, the episode comes to a close. Um, like I said at the beginning, I really appreciate all the support lately. Um, I'm wearing our new God Wins hat. Pretty comfortable. Uh, it's a champion, I think. Uh, perfect for covering up the, the dad hair, but go check it out on the store. Uh, that's the saved.store if you're interested. Um, otherwise, just sharing the, the show itself on Instagram and, and social media uh, is a blessing and, and does us a lot of good. So I love you. God loves you. God bless you. And uh, don't forget God wins and uh, you're saved through Christ. <laughs>